0: Hello and welcome to Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's a podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and go, "Oh, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you. It is also me. So today, I'm a bit better. Thank you for asking. We're at the house of the damned. Um, my son is getting over his cold, which he passed to me, which I am getting over. And my husband has like... devil's hay fever and poor guy uh, mowed the back lawn and uh, I've had to leave him uh, well recovering (laughs) while I come and collect our daughter from work and so I am recording this in my car uh, by myself which is which is a good thing Um, and nobody's walked past it so I don't feel too conspicuous but this is going to be the only time that I got today I think to be on my own and uh talk to you um so what can i share with you today well there's a little thing there isn't there about carving out time and taking the opportunity although if i'm honest it's very tempting and here's another thing (laughs) i'm parked outside a pub the temptation to go and sit in the beer garden it's strong very very strong maybe i can convince my daughter To join me for a drink after I have done this. Um, So, uh, what was I going to say to you? Oh yeah, yesterday uh, was my husband's birthday. And in the same way that I am like, yay, birthdays. He is, hmm, birthdays. And congratulations must go to our daughter who completely outdid herself. Um, And you know when you do something that makes you laugh. Um, So... (laughs) Which is the important point, isn't it, really? Um, She bought him a present that made her laugh. And uh, it was called like the magical toilet paper. It's covered in unicorns and smells of popcorn. So completely unnecessary. Probably an indicator of uh, the state of the capitalist society that we live in, that you can buy such an item. Um, But nonetheless, she was crying with laughter when she wrapped it. And um, (laughs) I know that feeling. Just to give yourself a fit of the giggles. That's all right. It's all right to do that. Um, And uh, I've also been doing some work. Memoir writing front. I am excited about what's to come. I've been given some difficult exercises to do. But it has really given me an insight so I spoke on uh the podcast a few days ago about when I was doing the original kind of playing with an idea about 10 years ago um called the dead dad club um but so there's so much that I've got in terms of story there's loads of things that um I'm really excited to write about but there's so much that I have got to learn and it varies where I can improve and it's great to be sort of stretching myself from a writing perspective in this way so for the for the past 10 years I've written the blog I've, I've published four books um, and I've done tons and tons of paid ghostwriting for some very senior leaders so I've been doing loads of writing but I kind of I've been thinking shall I do a degree shall I do a creative writing course? Is there a way that I can, I guess, kind of develop and be kept accountable and improve on what I do? And turns out this memoir writing course is pretty much it. And it just had to come along at the right time. And it coincides with lots of other stuff that I'm doing. So um, it's great because I'm kind of working through some stuff with the um, uh, therapist I speak to. And uh, I've had lots of things happen in the past 10 years, certainly having my kids become teenagers and my daughter in particular and reflecting on the upbringing that they're having and them reaching the ages that I was uh, or reaching the age that I was when my dad died in thinking about what that did in terms of family dynamic, my studies, what I was like as a person, um, it was definitely a defining moment for me so actually having my kids get to that age is a really big deal and and any of you who have had significant losses in your life as children or, or, or as young people will probably relate to this. Um, a friend of mine had written a post Um, which then sparked a post in me, and he wrote this a good maybe five years ago, that he'd reached the age that his dad was when his dad died. And um, there are so many milestones like that. So I'd had that reaching the age that my mum was when she was widowed, reaching the age that my dad was when he died, my son reaching the age that my youngest brother, that my mum and dad had together, Um, I always remember when my son was three and then seeing my brother who had been three when our dad had died and just saying to him, it really hit me hard that I couldn't imagine my husband not being around when our son was three and we had this conversation and my brother was just amazing about it, but I cried so much and he was like, well, I can't miss what I didn't have, but the the impact on him has been, on all of us, was, was significant, so you have these moments, and then it was like, I was married for longer than my mum and dad had been married, and you keep looking out for all these, or you don't necessarily look out for them, but they creep up on you, Um, and so, yeah, we're going through a bit of that process now, Um, and uh, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) will I live longer than my mum did? So, um, uh, and as morbid as it sounds, it's definitely true, you know, any, anyone who has lost a parent um, uh, relatively young and has now reached the age that their parent was, it is like a, oh, wow, it's a bit of a moment. Um, and it's all, I don't know, my way of processing things. And, and as to yesterday's answering listener questions where Leanne had asked, how do you let things go? Um, certainly the, the writing process is part of that uh, process for me, the, the working it out, figuring it out, kind of giving myself a bit of a talking to and finding other people who have had uh, similar experiences because there's lots of us out there. So what do I hope for you? I hope that if you are feeling that your experiences mean that you're sort of on your own, you're not on your own, you're not on your own, I think it's a question of kind of maybe seeking out others and and finding a way to talk about um and and obviously I, I kind of couch that in terms there's a woman that I know who's um an uh campaigner for um victims of child sex abuse and um she Emma Jane Taylor is her name um and she always makes this really clear point about you know she has had oh over 20 25 years of um, professional help and she always says that people should exercise caution before telling their story and and making sure that they are um if they need professional help that they seek professional help and that they never feel obliged to kind of share anything that's difficult for them so I, I guess I would kind of echo um the the guidance that she offers but I suppose it's that finding people who you can trust um, to speak with or finding a forum where you can listen to the stories of others without feeling that you have to disclose what has happened to you. Um, Yeah, it's that it's knowing that you're not on your own. That's what I hope you did this uh, episode. Um, If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please give it a share or if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast i'm really glad you did thank you for listening i will be back with you tomorrow